0: Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and cats, welcome to The Side Quest, your weekly journey into the wonderful world of video games and video game culture. Where
1: <clears throat>
0: four people, two of them who are sick, uh, are on a podcast with you this week to talk about games. And we're going to try something different this week because it's been a slower news week. <clears throat> we are reviewing some games, but we figured, you know, those can. Can wait till next week. I think Taylor has 40 games that he's reviewing mm-hmm. all at once, so it's good. Yeah, um, yeah, uh,
2: I'm trying, I'm slowly metamorphizing,
0: <laughs> slowly metamorphizing. Um, now that he's back from vacation, picked up something, some good bugs over there. But uh, uh Zach brought up a good idea
1: <clears throat>
0: where once a month we should try something a little different on the podcast and do something fun where we sort of do homework, right? Right, Zach?
3: Homework, yeah. <laughs> homework.
0: <laughs> and uh this first one I think was a good idea cuz there was a you had actually tagged a, a couple of us on a tweet basically what, what are the most meaningful five most meaningful games. And so took it upon ourselves to discuss our five most meaningful games. I'm going to be yawning a lot. I <laughs> uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. I drove to Chicago um Toronto yesterday morning. We left the house at like 7:20, 7:30. Uh, went to Toronto for a day trip and drove back in the same day. So you got almost four hours each way um, with like a four and a half hour break in the middle there. So I'm still very tired. Uh, And the five hour energy drink didn't kick in which I took after I left uh, (laughs) Toronto on the road. Didn't manage to kick in until about midnight last night. And so if only (laughs) you took, if only you
4: would have taken the ghost energy tubs. I should (laughs) have taken the
0: ghost um i'm also sporting my detroit lions gear because as we all know the lions lost to seattle got
4: lost so, to seattle gosh. what a shame
0: what? well that was a that was a fun fun ass game as i think that say. was
4: a fucking basketball score dude. it was a basketball <laughs>
0: score it was uh, two two very bad teams um, one team which has zero defense and everybody on the offense is injured which is my lions but we somehow made it close at the end but, uh, yeah, it was entertaining. At yeah. least entertaining. So, two, teams, two,
4: two teams failing into success. Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: So we're going to discuss our the, the games that are most meaningful to us. And please, in the comments, <clears throat> go ahead and tell us your most meaningful games, whatever your favorite games, what games meant the most to you. Um, we did have some great comments in the Discord. So I encourage you to hop into the Discord and click in the mm-hmm. podcast area there because we're going to read a few of those uh, tonight. But i figure zach this is your idea um we're gonna let you go first and i'd like to keep it to like let's say five minutes per person with uh like maybe a minute per game kind of say your piece and then um we'll take a few minutes after that to discuss And i think that'll be good uh hey Stefan, <coughs> that'll be a good way to Kind of go about this because that'll be a 25 30 minutes right there, and I'm sure we're going to be bouncing stuff back and forth. So, you
2: get I'm bonus sure. points for taking less time.
0: <laughs> um, so Zach, go on ahead if you want to share something. Yeah, I'm gonna share, share my share screen.
3: Hold Not on, cool. I just have a little hey. power PowerPoint as I nice. always do.
0: Nice, I should probably make mine right now. You can see
3: what's the
2: I'll share. Photo? Yeah, I'll share. I got mine. I'm ready to share my screen too so oh, you want...
4: well who wants uh, okay no, no, Have no I... screen.
2: yeah i've got i've got props I'm no no to... i at when it's my turn okay. are we Can doing I all
4: see? five are we doing all five at once or are we rotating how are we yeah rotating? we're just gonna do
3: all five at once okay. why not? yeah good
2: that's oh god no if we do if we try and do a round its like round robin yeah. it's gonna take forever dude <laughs> exactly
4: right. that's
3: why i said I, will, I will i will i
2: will just leave
3: <laughs> okay so yeah so the um the idea is like most impactful games. And I'll say it before the podcast. Like I think most impactful games personally are still like my favorite games. Like the games I'll uh, talk about a lot. And I've actually done a lot of like meditating, maybe mm-hmm. thought, like just like thinking about, about them a lot. And the games that I posted on Twitter, half of them, or more aren't even on this list. Like they're just kind of like, okay, these kind of are games I love, but they're not like my favorite games. So yeah. So we're just going to go through these. Um, Number five. Bay. I saw Bayonetta one and two are probably, I'll just put them into one, but they're probably, Mm -hmm. they definitely are my favorite just some of my favorite games obviously they're on my list um i think she's an amazing character she's funny she the way she interacts with the camera like like the camera is kind of like a character in these games the way she is able like it's she's just showing off whenever she's being sexy and cool and i think that that's a really interesting empowering thing and i think she's really funny and the gameplay is fun Story's crazy uh yeah she's just like Super cool, and I like character action games. And I think this is the best example of that. Um, Number four, Shadow of the Colossus. Um, Yeah, this is a game I played in like sixth grade. I think when it first came out, and like it really made a huge impact on me as like a person. Um, The way the game makes you think about nature and the world that you're impact that you're impacting as a human as the character uh is just so in it's just really depressing at the end of the day seeing how everything comes together you know um and yeah the story if i don't want to spoil it but it's not happy ending uh
1: yeah
3: (laughs) number three uh harvest moon um a wonderful life so this is the gamecube harvest moon game well it's one of them but it's the best one and i think it's the best harvest moon story of seasons game in general it has all the things that people like in the in the series it has uh rivals that you have to compete for for your wife or your husband, your kids grow up. You get to see them become young adults and like go off. Um you get to grow old with the person that you get to marry. And yeah, it's just all the good farming simulation stuff in a game and the characters are great. The city's I think the best one. Uh, yeah, it's really, really cool. There's a remake coming out soon. Really excited about that. Number two is Lisa the Painful. Uh, this game is, it's a depressing game, which I, I like depressing stuff, but you play a guy named Brad. He is like, you exist in this post-apocalyptic world. There's no human that exists anymore. They all got wiped out. Um, and one day a girl is just born from like, like a corpse. And you have to protect this girl um, and take her from one place to the other. Um, what's interesting in the game is one, it's really funny. Um, it's really just quirky and just like strange, but the gameplay uh, makes you choose in important sections, like sacrifice a limb or sacrifice, like sacrifice something important, like an arm an eye, or get stabbed or right? all these choices that you get, throughout the game um so it's like you sacrifice your body or you sacrifice a party member or something else in the story um and it's just really impactful and the way it comes together at the end is pretty insane um yeah number one okami um it's i mean it still looks good it's a ps2 game But, yeah, it's the perfect example of, like, an adventure. Um, It's also a perfect example of what I love about games where the gameplay and the world inform each other and they go kind of hand-in-hand. My dogs are fighting again. I hate when they do this. (laughs) Hey, guys, stop. Hey, come
2: We're talking about Ogami. Cut it
3: out. Yeah,
4: listen... Zach's dogs are fighting while he's talking about his fighting dog. Let's get. <laughs> yeah, so it's
3: just yeah, it it has all the things I love about games. It's an amazing story. It's an amazing aesthetic. You play as a dog, which is really cool. I mean, a wolf. You're the reincarnation of God, um, and you're just kind of coming back to like redo what your what your incarnation prior uh, did. So it's kind of like the Bible. Like it's like God. In the Old Testament, it's like if the New Testament was a game, that's what this is. Uh, it's really interesting that they take the lore of a religion and make it into, into a video game. Uh, but yeah, the way you interact with the world with like the painting board and you're able to just like actually put your hands on the world that exists is just so breathtaking. Uh, the story isn't like great. Uh, it's just also fun to look at, and it's fun to play because it's a character action game uh, by Hideki Kamiya, a guy who made Bayonetta, The Wonderful One Hundred One, uh, Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three. Uh, yeah, he's cool, but this is probably his best game. And yeah, I mean, this is my favorite favorite part are all the weapons that you get to have. Um, I mean, like, a dog with a big-ass sword on her back is cool. A dog with, like, if you, you can have one in your main hand and one in your sub hand. So, for example, if you have, like, the rosary beads on the left as your secondary, she shoots them out of her mouth like a laser beam, which is super cool. And then you can have the sword as a secondary. You can, like, ride it when you're, like, fighting things. You can, like, ride it. And it's cool. You're, like, doing combos and you freeze the game and like pull up like a piece of paper and you like cut things and use magic. It's just so cool. Uh, Yeah. Honorable mentions. All these games I talk about all the time. You can probably guess them, but that's (laughs) them. And yeah, that's my list. And I'm glad we were, I was able to do that in a short time. Here we
2: go. Dark points, but yeah, you did. All right.
4: So I, go. I, I mean, oh, no, I was like, a Bayonetta is a good. Uh, it I really mean, is. I, I kind of didn't expect Bayonetta on there, but it makes sense. At the end of the day, for you in particular, that Bayonetta would be on there. I never think of it as being one of my favorites, but the more I like, if, I'm always thinking about Bayonetta. And when Bayonetta three is coming out, I'm always like, you know,
3: I'm excited. Yeah. It. It's, no, it's she is such an amazing character. She doesn't get yes. enough recognition. Um and there's always that weird conversation that happens when a game comes out that the game is like being too risque or like yeah they're trying to sexualize her and the fun thing about that is like she's doing it she's doing it herself like she's like she's like okay the camera's here okay I'm gonna like do this like that's what's so fun about it is it's like it's it's an empowering thing and yeah it's just I just love her I love those games it it
4: brings it brings drag culture into uh gaming which is kind of non-existent thing like that i mean it's all hyper sexualized but for the person uh doing the sexualizing
3: yeah it's it's all like high elevated like pop art which is so like cool yeah I, i
0: love i love your explanation of that because you know looking from the outside in you look at bayonetta when i first saw bayonetta i'm like okay it's just Hot anime chick. I saw the booth babe at uh, E3 because they were really pushing the <clears> they <throat> a booth babe at Sega's booth. And that <laughs> put me off until I actually played the game and realized, wow, Sega had no idea what they were doing with this marketing this yeah. franchise. And surprisingly, handed to Nintendo for actually marketing these games like correctly as yeah. a sort of this is a real she's a feminist icon not yeah. a yeah. babe at a show and, which is great for you know yeah, for and
3: and Nintendo also pushed them to like do more they were like no this isn't like sexy enough like make this make the Link costume sexier like that's just yeah. kind of that's what like they <laughs> pushed them too. to it's, do there's
0: reason behind everything and, yeah it, uh, I love that.
3: Love yeah. yeah and just the story I mean the story is also like yeah, awesome. like well, a yeah. Woman,
4: She is a woman on a self-discovery tour in the original game, like throughout right, the series. Yeah. Really, just in different reasons for self-discovery throughout.
3: Yeah, which one. I, I mean, thought. yeah. I mean, one. Yeah. She's trying to refine the love of her life, which is really cool. But uh, well, you had it. You had
0: another game on your list, right? You had
3: mm-hmm.
0: Harvest Moon, Bayonetta, Okami, um, and then there was one game on there. Uh, Shadow of the did. Colossus. No, the other one that last
3: week. Lisa. Uh, yes. Lisa? Yeah. Lisa. Yeah. You mentioned this a
0: couple times in the Discord. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. it? no, it's I, just it's it's a go, sorry, you were gonna say something, JJ? No, I wasn't. I was gonna say Ellie, you gotta finish your thought. <laughs> no, it's just it's such a unique, um, it's such a unique experience. I and I've never I've never played it. Um, but yeah, you talk about it, it's definitely the different a different kind of jam, but uh um, yeah it's and, and,
3: and, uh it's really cool it's made in rpg maker like 19 like t- 2002 or something but it's a 2d game which is like g- generally uh it's a platforming game so generally rpg sure. maker games are top down uh, so that's really interesting but also besides the point he made the ost the soundtrack there's a bunch of songs they're really good but he bought he got the fruity loops uh version he didn't pay for the pro version so he has all like just like the built-in like sounds so they're all (laughs) so they're all like these like they're all just like the default fruity loop sounds sorry but like um can you guys hear me okay yeah Yeah, you sound good uh yeah it's just it's a game that I love because it's like the, it's kind of the indie soul, you know, it has these, sure. has all these like weird intricacies that could only come from a solo dev experience. Um, But also just the content is very unique. It's just really dour and it's not really fun, but it's funny. It's really vulgar, but it's also really heartfelt. Uh Yeah. It's, it's a it's an experience, um, and yeah, it does things that other games just don't do, which is sure. cool. Like it's like it makes you like choose over like choose your body. Like you can just go through the rest of the game just being a guy crawling around on the floor if you wanted to. Like um, yeah, and it just questions the morality behind your decisions and what you have done. Uh, it kind of just makes you feel like shit, which is mm-hmm. cool. So <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well, uh, Taylor, since you're going to be <clears throat> busting out a little bit early, I figured we'll let you go. Let you go. Sure.
2: Next. All right. Um, if you want, can can I share? Yes. You, you want can. me to do the share thing? Yeah. Here you go. Zach, why are you shaking your head? No, man.
4: You can't share. Why not? <laughs> because. because Zach said you can't share.
2: <laughs> okay. Um,
0: Go ahead and try sharing, and then- I'm working
2: on it. I'm working on it. Okay, here <laughs> we a, go. There's a button at the bottom. Yeah, I'm clicking it. All right, there you go. There
0: you go. <laughs> love it. Love I it. did
2: it. Um, <laughs> I get. I guess this is, goes down one through five. Um, although, to be quite honest, I it, I find it very difficult, if not impossible, to order preference of video games, even if yeah. we're just talking about memorabilia. Memor- Hmm. memorability but um so' I'll, I'll go from the bottom up just for the sake of it though started valley just straight up uh the genre the genre definer um I played harvest moons mostly on emulators when I was growing up um and always thought that they were nifty but never really sat down and kind of like mm. cr- crushed one at any point in time um because I didn't have an snes and for whatever reason I didn't buy them on an n64 so and I didn't have a GameCube. So when when NES and N64 were your two options, you didn't really do much. Um, and so yes, yeah, so Stardew Valley was instead that game for me. Um, Ocarina Time, this one will probably make it onto a lot of people's lists. It's just kind of like, you know, it's is the Zelda. And like I said, I had an N64 and not an SNES. So um, if I grew up with the SNES, this might have been uh linked to the past, but it's not. Uh, Dota 2, the single handedly <laughs> single handed game that I've put the most hours into. Um, it is just it is a monolith in of of a video game. Um it's kind no, of
4: it's, No, it's Bungie. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: No, it's um, really <laughs> <me>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean there's, there's nothing there's nothing quite that does what Dota 2 does. Um League of Legends uh being kind of the most the more notable of in the genre um is just different uh, from my take and we won't have that discussion here because we got on time limit. Um Halo three, um It was a good game. That was a I mean it was it was the game it just came out in kind of a particular time of my life as well, and uh probably why I did very poorly that year in college. Um, I spent a lot of time on Halo 3. Uh, that was back before we tracked time playing games, but I, it's probably better that I don't know. Um, and then Super Mario Brothers 3, my first, well, it's not my first game, but it's my, mm, it might've been. Um, but NES was certainly my first console. Um, I widely consider uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 to be one of uh, the most well-designed, I don't know, I mean, you know, we, game design is a tough thing to discuss um in general but if we're going to um i, I mean you know I, I think that you could and they probably already have written books about game design and just solely focus on my brother's three i don't know i've never read them um and uh yeah i don't know i mean i used to i was so young when i got an nes that i made my parents play super Mario brothers three instead and then they got addicted to it that's a story um and last thing is Notables. Oh,
0: Notables, good.
2: Just real quick. Um uh Pokemon Blue, because I oh, actually really man. didn't like I really didn't like any of the other ones, if you want to be honest, I tried to play almost every generation of Pokemon, and I've never finished another one other than Pokemon Blue. Um and I've beaten Pokemon Blue a bunch of times. <laughs> Dang, all right uh zelda Link's awakening uh so I, I grew up with a game boy pocket and i had the uh the c3 electric uh, electric green one that thing was sick i still have it um and i from a cousin i think i got zelda Link's awakening in french nice. and I, <laughs> i think it actually might have even been the the I literally might have been uh the first zelda game that i ever played and the, the first zelda game i ever beat um and it was way way harder um when mm-hmm. it was in french um i do not think i was able to beat it until um i uh, i got on game facts and like had to look it up and that was that was tough uh the kingdom Hearts series uh, we, we've already We've had our sequiturs yeah, also on, this on,
3: sh- on mine. I just didn't put it, put it there, but it's on mine. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I've, I was planning on breezing through these, so I figured I could include a secondary list. And the Spot Goes to Hollywood. I had a Genesis growing up as well um, that uh, a kid from down the street gave to me when we were in grade school. And one of the games I had, along with Sonic the Hedgehog, was Spot Goes to Hollywood. And that was a really weird yeah. game. Um, <laughs> and it's like this weird isometric pseudo 3d um when you're playing all the other games that are on like the genesis and stuff it 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 looks very impressive, but it's a bitch to play. It sucks. Um, uh,
4: it, uh, was a, it was an era where they would take mascots and make like the craziest shit you've ever seen. But yeah.
2: But, but like every part, every part of it, like was a real ass video game. You could replace yeah. spot with, with whatever the hell you yeah. wanted. And it would have been like, yeah, so this is a video game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, let's get the seven up mascot in there. Why not? Yeah. Who cares? Um, but yeah, uh, that's my uh, that's my secondary list, uh, and uh, and that's it. Mine's probably I know mine's a little bit more boring than Zach. Sorry, I'm a boring guy.
3: It's just the, the nature of things on this podcast. Of course, that's me. <laughs> you know, on, on your
0: original list, you had all sequels on there. You had Zelda sequel. You had Dota two. You had uh, ha- uh, the Harvest Moon sequel Stardew Valley, so there are all sequels you had. On- Stardew Valley
2: does not count as a sequel. I don't care if you ran out of ideas.
3: <laughs> Stardew no, last, Valley last is like the great reset for the farming sim. Every <laughs> like everything prior to Stardew Valley was trying to copy Harvest Moon '64, and then everything yeah. after Stardew Valley is like, hey, yeah. let we have to be like Stardew Valley, like so.
4: Yeah. Second impact. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, one, thing, one thing I found really interesting about your list, Taylor, is that you you went across basically every gaming platform. Um, you know, you had your NES. You had the Game yeah. Boy. You had PC games. You had Genesis. You had all kinds of stuff on there, which I thought was really cool, actually. And it, I mean, it just kind of shows how... You know, as we game oh, over the oh, years, how old I am, when, how old will wait to Zach, see my list.
4: When Zach said he played Shadow of the Col- Colossus in sixth grade, my heart yeah, no, you you just <laughs> like you felt the wrinkles. <laughs> the of of <laughs> I played that game in sixth grade. I uh, had awesome been graduated so. from high school with Shadow <laughs> of the Colossus <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> But no, yeah, I mean uh, the. A lot of them were just Gary pieces in my life. Um, and I'm sure that's the way that a lot of people feel about a lot of games. Um, you know, it wasn't a list of the games that I think that, you know, the games that I've played that I think are the best developed of all time. Uh, they're the games that are the most important to me. Uh, and a lot of the, you know, there's a lot of other ones that kind of almost make it on there. Um, yep. But
0: Very you know, cool. find to
2: pick and choose. That's where we end up.
0: Awesome. Well, I'll hop into my list because uh, J.J. has a show and tell for his.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. No. So, J.J., I'm starting my timer with you, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. All right. Here's mine. So uh quick preface. Mine are um, meaningful and impactful because of um, certain aspects of my life, right? So different things happen in my life that, that these games all kind of timed up with um first one is donkey kong on the atari uh, yeah. <laughs> so um my dad used to work yeah my dad used to work in uh toledo for nintendo drive, oh, he he for nintendo he would drive to <laughs> toledo during the week uh, and come home on the weekends so we didn't see him for a full week and this was all through you know the eight early 80s and nice look at that <laughs> doorbell um, you're welcome and so uh but every time he came home uh, from on the weekends, uh, Friday night, he would buy bring us a new Atari game. He would get them for like super cheap at the factory that he was working at. So um, he brought Donkey Kong one time uh, and I'd seen Donkey Kong in arcades, but <clears throat> having it at home, this is like having an arcade game at my house. Right. And this was the, my first exposure to Nintendo. And of course, that Peach, I don't know what is going on with Peach or Donkey Kong there. They all look uh, so terrifying. Uh, uh, but excuse um, me, excuse me. It's Pauline. Sorry, Pauline. Pauline, Pauline. <laughs> but, uh, my dad and I would, and my brother, the three of us would play for hours. And it was kind of like our bonding time. Um, and I definitely credit my dad for getting me into video games because he wanted us to do something during the week when he wasn't around. So he got, got us to 2600. Um, and Donkey Kong was basically the one that we just spent the most time on.
1: <clears throat>
0: Space Quest. Yeah! Uh, I got, in the, got into PC gaming uh, uh, in the late or mid to late 80s adventure games blew my mind because to me this was the first open world style game the these types of games because you could walk around you could walk behind trees you <clears throat> know at, at the time i always you know i was thinking that you were actually solving problems in any way you wanted to but it really did feel like that even though they had like text prompts you know look at body mm-hmm. and half the time or 95 percent of the time none of the words would ever match up but um Space Quest and all the other Quest games, especially Space Quest, though. Such a great level of comedy. Great writing. Um, uh, I I kick-started Space Venture, so I'm going to be giving that a shot soon. But, um, yeah, just the Space Quest games. My first real foray into PC gaming and thinking, holy shit, this is an incredible experience from a storytelling standpoint. Like, getting into storytelling because I can make the story my own. So I loved... Love the visual style too. They did so much with the uh, the really crappy giant pixels there. Speaking of storytelling, um, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past is probably probably my favorite game of all time <clears throat> because it introduced me to setting and mood and world in video games. Like stories are one thing you can have, uh, you know. Uh, Bibles worth of text that spew at you in video games, like the dragon quest games, dragon warrior time space Uh quest, that kind of stuff. Uh But there was mood and environment. And this opening rain scene was unheard of in video games for setting the mood for what you're going to experience, which was not a, you're not playing a video game where you're jumping across or hitting people with the sword, like the previous Zelda games you're playing links story this is something that's happening to all of Hyrule. And it felt <clears throat> so completely unique and different at the time. And it still holds up to today. And the visuals, even though Pink has was, uh, Link has pink yeah. hair, still yeah. holds up today.
4: It was a creep. It was creepy. It was crazy storytelling back at the it time. Really it really was. Uh, it was. It was, despite being so big, it was hyper-focused. It
0: really was. It, it, really...
4: it was a story. It was a story. And it made you story. feel, yeah. exactly.
0: And it made you feel like you could go, d- I mean... I could chop down bushes and I could dig holes. And I dig. I dug a hole in every available spot in all of Hyrule, in the Dark World, in the Light World. It was amazing. Yeah.
3: Um, what What's really cool about A Link to the Past is I love the just the castle area, like right yeah, here. The way totally. they're able to make like a castle layout be a puzzle is just so really? smart. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of Dragon Quest Seven, where they do the same thing with the castles. Mm-hmm. Just like it's like kind of like, like a maze. It's just the game design and dungeon design in this game is just crazy.
0: It really it's it's uh, probably yeah. still some of the best video game dungeon design of all time. Like it still tops modern games. Um <clears throat> Warcraft for PC. Um and I believe was it this Warcraft or Warcraft two? I can't remember which you could actually play online <clears throat> against other people. Um, two. was it two? Okay. Two. Uh well Irregardless, which is not a word. Um, it is now. It is oh, yeah, shit. I was forgetting.
2: I was gonna put I was gonna put Warcraft slash World of Warcraft on my yeah. honorables. Now, not World of Warcraft. I know, I know.
0: Um, but right because I haven't really played it, but Warcraft one <clears throat> and then two and three. Um Blizzard did some incredible things with Warcraft because I was so used to these types of games with like Act Razor and SimCity, which was like really static. But then in Warcraft, you're building resources as it's a tower defense game is really what it is. And they're, they're the. Almost progenitor. Like yeah. <laughs> no <kidding. laughs> um, almost like um, but no, it was such an, a unique experience at the time. Um, setting up towns. Uh, and then, you know, you'd get so good at it that where you would have like the reverse horde, you'd create so many characters, so many heroes and, and soldiers and send them out in giant swaths of like nine or 15, whatever the max number was. Um, on a map, but it was so unique, and you would replay the maps over and over and over again. At least we would to minimize our losses to the point where you could we could you know get through each of these maps without losing a single soldier. It was great. It just um my first modern ish PC experience uh and warcraft one still holds up. And then finally <clears throat> Pokemon Go. Uh you giggle but um <laughs> Pokemon Go came out no, it's not a giggle it's a, yeah,
4: it's a belly laugh. It's, it's fun. Laugh. no. So
0: <laughs> Pokemon Go came out in 2016 when um, we were trying to get our uh, our daughter to go outside more often, talk to people. <clears throat> no one was really social in our old neighborhood, but when Pokemon Go came out, every single person was outside with their kids. Everybody was walking around. I had uh, friends of mine whose kids are autistic. Uh, they're on this autistic spectrum, and their kids were able to experience being social outdoors and around other people because everybody was doing this really fun, unique work together thing. You'd find the Pikachu or whatever the gator thing. I don't know, whatever assigned the to you'd find stuff in Big a fan a, over here. Yeah, exactly. Porcupine, all those guys, <laughs> but you, you'd see something pop up on your phone. That's in like, you know, near a bush and everybody in neighborhood would run over there to capture something that you already have like 50 of already, but um, it was such an incredible social experience that it made, it broke down a lot of barriers for us and for my daughter and for people in our neighborhood and for friends of mine that um, Pokemon Go is never going to go away. It's still going to remain a big thing and they're going to, whether they add new Pokemon, whether they they add challenges whether they open up ways to do different things. uh, It is the, It's the perfect social game um, out there from the absolute simplest. You're just swiping. I mean, you really are just flicking crap on a screen. Uh, You can't lose at Pokemon Go. You just got to put more money in until you eventually win. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's the easiest experience. And it is what like Wii Sports was great for getting like elderly and families to play video games. This was that to that next level because everybody has a phone. It was the one time where you let your kid hold on to your phone as you walked around your neighborhood because they would run through the neighborhood and you have to run after them because they found Pikachu in a corner. And it's just like, (laughs) unless you're a parent, it's very difficult to explain it. It's just such an incredible social experience. And it's something that I'm going to remember, you know, the summer of 2016, we were outside for hours every single day. walking through our neighborhood, bumping into families, doing the same exact thing, people that we would never talk to. Um, And I think it's just something that's going to constantly remain in bed. And it's why I still play today. When I go for my walks, I still play Pokemon Go. Even though, I mean, I've mastered it. There's nothing to do in Pokemon Go. It's just capture more Pokemon. But it's still the social experience. And every once in a while, I'll still see kids walking around um, you know, playing the game. My daughter and I will kind of wave to them, that kind of stuff. So yeah.
4: it's easy those are my five it's easy to ignore pokemon go because you never there's no news about it anymore yeah, no one talks yeah. about it anymore but you go to any chest like, as big you i i you know i've been to two paxes and a few comic conventions this year and there every time somebody sits down to get off their feet for a second you can walk by look at their phone screen and see that they're trying to get a pokemon that is in the convention center somewhere it's exactly it's a wild uh
0: experience still for a lot of people out there. like i said it's meaningful to me for a completely different reason playability wise it's boring as hell but it's this social atmosphere. So, it's yeah, those it's,
4: are my five. And and it will forever be linked to your daughter. It will be good yes. memories you yep. have with your yeah, daughter, totally. which is just as totally. important as any other sort yep. of. You know, it doesn't matter how good or bad it is. Right? You have fond memories of it coming from that. Angle. You're gonna Did see Taylor
0: it? when your kid is playing uh, Roblox, and you're like, stay away from the, <laughs> stay away from yeah. those games. They're gonna be. <laughs>
2: She's going to be locked in a room playing (laughs) my Mister on a CRT television. She'll she gets through the entire SNES catalog, and only then will she be able to connect to the internet again.
0: Love it, love it. Uh, All right, those are mine. Now, all right. Last, I guess, certainly not least of the crew.
4: Yeah, I'm going to start off with the quick blister of these are the games that I that i love but i don't think are the most formative i think some of them are some of the greatest games of all time so it's my almost list uh so i have physical props no uh things so it's either the copies of the game or or things that i have so first up is ocarina of time um it's it, See, I'm think, wrong. yeah uh it's definitely uh i think it's a formative 3d game mm-hmm. uh more so than even mario 64 was in terms of what they were trying to accomplish in the world of games at the time oh, uh no. and i was always a huge fan the ocarina play the ocarina it is a digital ocarina so it uh uh so you're really good at that <laughs> yeah so i can do it incredible
2: yeah. he's a ventriloquist
4: too yeah Yeah, it's uh, yeah, so uh, it's raining, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it's the Ocarina of Time. Next up, uh, Portal. I got my uh, shell.
2: I thought Uh, about putting Portal on my list too. Uh,
4: Portal is probably. I know what my number one game of all time is regardless. Uh, Portal's probably number two. I fucking love Portal. I love both games. I consider them one game in my brain. It's like the Star Wars movies. I don't rank the Star Wars movies. It's like, I just like Star Wars. It's the same thing. Portal one and two are some of the best designed, best written uh, puzzle games, video games of all time. I love everything about Portal. And it was uh, formative uh, for me in that sense. Uh, next up, I would be remiss not to mention uh wind jammers. Oh, god, of please, course, yep. of course, wind Windjammers. jammer lammy. Yeah, uh, you know, of course, it's the collector's edition, so I do have the uh, wind, wind slam a
2: jammer.
4: uh, jammers uh, frisbee to go with it. Listen, man, wind jammers rules, I'll never get tired of wind jammers. Uh, I, I just had to bring it up at some point mm-hmm. because it's become a meme, but it is true. I love wind jammers more than anything. <laughs> uh, last on the uh, honorable mentions list is uh, Super Mario Brothers Three. There you go. Uh, a relatively mint uh, boxed copy of Super Mario Brothers Three. Uh, wow! It's it's the I, can see, I ever
0: could ever.
2: I could see if I could find my like yeah. no sleeve. Yeah, same Probably me. loose you on like
0: on my shelf. Do you, ha- yeah. you still have the black sleeve? You probably still have one of those 18,000 yeah. black yeah. sleeves. I have I
2: have quite a few of them.
0: And the old, uh,
4: rent, the clear rental clamshell. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Bros. 3 is the greatest uh, platforming game of all time. I don't care what anyone will try to fight you. I love Super Mario <laughs> World. I think Super Mario World's a great game, but 3 is just uh, the level design, the uh, level, uh, dot, like this, the language of the game is easy to mm-hmm. understand and it really tells you everything you need
2: to know. it's so it's just so much more precise. The there's yeah. no yeah. there's no fat.
4: Yeah.
2: It's all meat.
4: It's all meat, yeah. I like the uh, frog
3: suit. Yeah.
2: The frog, and it's, about, and it's got the frog suit, man. The frog suit. The
4: frog everyone frog talks stood. about everyone talks about the hammer suit, but it's the frog suit. Uh so now we'll get to the actual meat uh, of the list. And obviously, number five has to be uh one that uh has come up on side questing before in the past yep, with sure me. Has. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, oh, also, yeah. also the, also, the also only the, good Sonic game. Yeah, yeah. Also the mega drive version or, of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 from Japan. Um, it's probably the one, <clears throat> it's the first time I played a video game where I kind of understood video games more as sort of a, a, something more than just a toy. Uh, there was something about it that clicked with me in a weird way, and I can never quite fully explain it. But Sonic the Hedgehog two was a bigger game than the first one, a better looking game than the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it's the first time I recognized the soundtrack really in a game. Like I like I, I knew the Mario music, like you know, like everyone mm-hmm. did. But it's like Sonic the Hedgehog one and two, especially two, like the chemical plant zone theme is forever burned like yeah playing. it's 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 permanently just, it's just, permanently it affixed it. in my brain yeah. Yeah. so you know <laughs> not first, me the first thing I yeah <laughs> the first thing I ever did for side questing was write about my love for Sonic the Hedgehog too. Yep. It's not even one of my favorite games of all time. It would never make the list of my favorite games of all time but it's just so formative for me. Um next up number four on the list is the original Monkey Island. Ooh. Uh, Secret of Monkey Island is uh, obviously the, this is the Sega CD version because that's the version I originally played. And that's what limited run re-released on the Sega CD. Uh, It is one of the funniest video games ever made. Mm -hmm. Uh, So many of, so many of the jokes, it's like the Simpsons in a way for me where so many of the jokes just sort of shaped my uh, sense of uh, humor going forward. Um, it's just, it's just quirky. It plays really well. It's the first adventure game I ever played, uh, and, and I have fallen in love with the genre ever since. I, I, mm. I love adventure games. I love. I, I, I don't get tired of trying to combine two random items to see <laughs> if, if it works. Because Monkey Island, in particular, trained you to uh, think outside the box for some solutions of things. So, um, I. Secret of Monkey Island is absolutely one of my um, absolute all-time favorites. Uh, next up, it's—I I have the NES version, but just also know that I'd probably say the Game Boy version of Tetris. Uh, Ooh, yeah, it is. Te- Tetris is beyond a shadow of a doubt the single most played video game in my life. I have mine as well. Yeah. yeah. I if there's a new Tetris, I'm buying it. I play it. I I I like Dude, to I, th- I like to You just th- sort of you just,
2: started, you just memories. I played there was a version of Tetris that came pre-installed on or at least I don't know if it's Windows 95 broad, but on my on the Gateway 2000 computer that we had it Gateway came with a it came with a version of Tetris yeah. pre-installed on it that not just me but my mother also played i mean i there was that was also one of my first long time
4: racked up hours i I, i've i have i have met alexi i have like i have talked to him about tetris i uh tetris is, is part of me as a human being uh i love it i love it so much uh i and it's like i have fond memories of it like growing Mm -hmm. up my dad me and him would constantly play tetris he uh blew the batteries up in my game boy once (laughs) playing tetris for so long like i could hear it pop from across the room that's how long he was playing tetris in my game boy but uh fuck man i love tetris The vr that's
0: cool yeah. Tetris 99. I still find myself with <laughs> Tetris like 99 hours.
4: is phenomenal. Tetris it's phenomenal. D- Tetris DS is really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even bootleg ass Tetris games tend to be all yeah. right. Like the physics are weird or something. But like, nah, I'm still here for it. Um, yep. Next, next up, uh, number two uh, should be absolutely no surprise to anybody, especially if you've been following recent JJ news. But uh, Gen One of Pokemon. Wow, uh, there we go. I have red and yellow because these are my two these are my two originals from the fucking mid nineties. the batteries it's not the same save. The batteries have long right. since been dead, so it's new saves, but and I have my uh let's see if I can get it in the camera, my Gengar tattoo uh yeah. to go with it because Gengar is my nice. favorite Pokemon of all time. yeah, I, I
2: actually I did I I made a mistake and didn't include yellow because I was a you were a red and yellow, I was blue and yellow because yeah. when I got my when I got my Game Boy color, got the uh got Pokemon yellow with it.
4: Yeah. Uh I just I I man I wasn't really like I was in fucking middle school when Pokemon like first hit. And it's just yeah, I know, Zach, you were were you even
3: born yet? Uh, <laughs> I was in kindergarten.
4: Okay, there we
2: go. Damn. No you were. No you were not. You were not.
3: <laughs> um, oh
4: no. But yeah, uh I I I've, I've I've yet to miss a mainline Pokemon game to this wow. day. I even even with them being They miss me.
0: Of- yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Even with them being what they are now, um, I still play them. I still look forward to them. I will always love this franchise. I was all in on the card game. I was all in on the anime. I was way too old to probably be going to see Pokemon the first movie uh, mm. in theaters when it came out. I but, wasn't. But I, I wasn't, fucking went. The, was I was there. Uh, but there I was. I I can't get three. It yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Uh, Pokemon Red, it was just, it was, the social experience like you talked about with Pokemon Go, uh, between that and the card game uh, was, there was nothing else like it uh, for me at the time. Uh, I wasn't into any of the other kind of card games, like, you know, Magic and stuff was already starting to become a thing, but Pokemon was it for me and and everyone brought their game boy to school everyone was battling and trading Mm -hmm. went to toys r us to get my Mew. you know that all that stuff it's i i've i've yet to sort of go all in in like every aspect of a video game like i have of pokemon so uh there's that uh and last but not least my absolute favorite video game of all time i don't know here it is
2: come on give it to me
4: i have the soundtrack on vinyl uh right here uh any guesses anybody want to guess it wind
2: jammers 2
4: wind jammers 2 baby or
3: or,
4: yeah uh, uh, metal gear solid one
3: oh yeah. okay yeah.
4: hey the that's a game Kojima game to make the uh yeah. uh hey, there, there are is... my honorable
3: mentions dolly hey. Yeah. Hey.
4: there yeah. is uh there is no video game that uh i think about more <laughs> in my life than the entirety <laughs> of the metal gear franchise uh i think about the storyline, I think about lines from it, I think about the gameplay, I think about the history of it. Kojima consumes my life uh, every day. Now he's got a podcast, and now it's just more and more Kojima all the time. And Metal Gear Solid 1, like, from the... Because I played Metal Gear on the NES. Like, you know, the American versions of it. It wasn't, like, it didn't... I I, So I knew of the game when Metal Gear Solid came out, but it didn't, like link into me like like sure. uh, when Metal Gear Solid 1 came out like played the Pizza Hut demo disc there we go alright I'm all in that game comes out I rent it beat it in an entire weekend proceed to buy it like a month later and it's, w- it's one of those games it's like Ocarina of Time I do a Metal Gear Solid it's Sam and Star Fox 64 and shit like that I play mm-hmm. through Metal Gear Solid 1 once a year <laughs> every year without mm-hmm. fail uh and uh i try i never know going in if i'm going to take the uh hal or Meryl route uh yeah. i just however i feel going <laughs> into the game but uh yeah. it's it's it goes above and beyond uh cinematic in so many ways like video games were already becoming cinematic things at this stage but metal gear solid pushed the envelope <laughs> for what that meant sure and it uh, it changed video games as a whole for for, for the rest till the end of time. Uh, it's just – it's such a perfect video game. And it's I, – I can't I, – I just – I get speechless thinking about
3: Metal Gear. Yeah, so. like <laughs> I'm – so I'm going to piggyback off of you. Go, do it. To say that Metal you Gear go. Solid, just the series in general, like 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. Um, my – I mean 4 – and five like all of them but just those three yeah um like they came out in a time where i was like younger so like i just wasn't at that at that capability of like being able to play the games Mm -hmm. but i was able to watch my brother play and i would watch him play his games all the time like they're his favorite games and what i think is really formative about them to me is not the the way it's shot or the way it plays but the 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 way the writing is serious, but also hammy at the same time, I think is really was really a, a shaping moment for me as a person. Cause like everything I like is in that area. Like it's always just kind of like, okay, it's kind of schlocky. It's kind of serious. It's kind of like, and Mm -hmm. Kojima still does it the best, but yeah, I just love that type of writing. Um, and I think those games really were formative to me because of that. Yeah. Um, I remember us renting it from Blockbuster, and we and us not having the codec number to call. So he yeah. called up to Blockbuster, like, "Hey, can you go look at the game case for me? I need this codec number." And they gave it to us. But like, it's just like I just remember so much. just like hiding behind the couch whenever there was like a dead body on the screen, or like just like stuff like stuff like that because I was so young. Yeah. Um, and then they ended up becoming my favorite games games too but it's, it's like so formative it's just i wasn't i didn't realize it until kind of like now it's like whoa, like, there's just so so much mm-hmm. there of of me and then i wanted to piggyback off of what taylor said about pokemon and also playing a game that was foreign trans translated whatever i played pokemon gold off of a floppy disk. My brother oh, got a wow. pirated copy of Pokemon Gold that was translated from a different language. So it was just like just really poorly written English, but we were able to play it on our like desktop computer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, that's a very formative moment in my life. Life too, just like broken English Pokemon games. Uh, so oh, yeah, man. awesome.
0: These are awesome. These are yeah. like it's it's it is it's amazing what. Um... <clears throat> the reasoning behind why we love these games none of them I, are I, because yeah. the graphics were amazing at that time it really nope. doesn't hit i mean nope. maybe mario brothers but it really doesn't hit at <clears> that <throat> any of those you know and i
4: do want to say with uh metal gear solid that uh it was also very strange to play such a game a political game like a game sure. that like had like an actual like purpose like like modern day purpose to it that wasn't just yeah. like man
2: when I point. played when I played you solid in middle school it was <laughs> must sneak kill thi- like there all that shit was like so right over me yeah. didn't even didn't didn't even fucking register not a little bit
0: <laughs> well here are yeah. a couple uh here are from some of the folks in our discord in our community yeah. rufferstein says uh, Chrono Cross. Um yeah. hands down, one of the biggest points in their life gaming wise, not only shaped how they think about JRPGs, but storytelling as a whole. <clears throat> Chrono Cross was fantastic. I never never completed Chrono Trigger. Um, but I completed Chrono Cross a bunch of times on the PS1. So Is uh, bizarre.
2: bizarre? Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> bizarre. bizarre. Yeah,
0: um, and then he said, uh they it's, said not even like,
4: at- it's, it's not even like it's because you're you were I was I was like four when Chrono Trigger yeah. came oh out God. or something. It's just <laughs>
0: I think I was just getting into high school time. Um, they say uh past that the Warcraft series starting with two tides yeah. of darkness leading into wow. Jump started my love of fantasy and showed me good and bad lessons on long form storytelling, tropes, and how to keep a story fresh over two
3: Oh boy, do I have something for you?
0: Uh-oh.
1: <laughs>
3: Uh-oh. I was going to say like, yeah, long form story, storytelling, like they're doing in Wow now saying like, Hey, you know, that thing in the yeah. past that we didn't have any intention.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stefan, who's also uh, watching us right now says it's not my favorite game, but one game in particular that molded me in a e- unique way. Final fantasy four every 4th of July, our family would go over to our friend's big party uh, and they had all the games each year. Instead of going to the pool, I spent some time playing the amazing intro of Final Fantasy IV. Stefan, go to the pool, man. Come on. Um, <laughs> went through the Red Wings. saw Great hockey team. Saw the town get destroyed. Really made me love RPGs. Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy 4. So <laughs> Final Fantasy
2: 4 was also one of my, going to be my notables. Name, um, name. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I, I don't know. I like, <laughs> I think, I think I have. I first cleared it on on emulator, but um, I it's so, it was the first Final Fantasy game It made me cry. Oh, that yeah? was uh yeah. dude. There there were some sad moments of Final Fantasy 4, for Ella sure.
3: at yeah. the end, you know. Oh my god! one with Cecil, that's yeah. The one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I
0: remember um, playing. We would rent that game and. Uh, <coughs> We Man, season's cool. the very first time we rented Final Fantasy four, it, it was Final Fantasy II two. the time. Um, I'm glad that that. Was, I'm Final glad Fantasy it was actually Final Fantasy six. Yep, yeah. and uh, I ended up. Um, we got to the last boss. Like we only have like a 24 hour rental at whatever the movie warehouse, or whatever it was over here. So you get to like the last area, the moon. After you know you, as a kid, you you just binge. You just sit there and you binge and you play games, and we have to return the game. And so <clears throat> we returned the game, couldn't rent it for another week because we would only rent games on the weekends. And the next the following weekend, somebody had rented it. And, and their uh, save was gone. When we finally got it back, our save was gone. But
1: <clears throat>
0: went through it again, no issue. This time unlocked even more even more stuff, made Prices. you know, made more 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 just craziness, weapons, all that kind of stuff.
2: Ain't no classes <laughs> in Final Fantasy Four.
0: None in Final Fantasy Four. That oh, was five. That's, that's- five or that three was three or, and five yeah, yeah. but uh <laughs> we got so good and again we, we didn't complete it because we ran out of time we got so good at renting the game over and over again we would replay it non-stop every time we ran it we got the game down to like i think 12 hours we could just like plow <laughs> through it in 12 hours to get to the final boss like speed running alley over here yeah, we are my so. first real speed running out of necessity but man that storytelling was so because it was very classic very trope filled uh, video game fantasy storytelling, but the mix of fantasy with technology, <clears throat> the first kind of inkling of technology was so revolutionary at the time for uh video games that um, man, and in like the turn-based, fantasy star still starts. holds up, yeah, true, but uh, this is a real game, um, the turn-based, <laughs> no, the, the turn-based still holds up this, the, the battle sequences and Final Fantasy 4 was, was fantastic so good call on that one um, and then finally Johnny Wags oh god Johnny Wags sexy Johnny Wags says even though the fandom marred it Undertale has the most heart yeah. Unintended. out of any game I've ever played it's unbelievable that a game that good would only make me want to play it once and made me
3: appreciate Earthbound more one day I'll
2: play both of those games.
3: Undertale yeah. is a man, it's so it's so crazy to think what Earthbound's done for video yeah. games for a special it's like really subset wild. of gaming. Right? It's just like this is really just whoa, but like Lisa, the painful one of my favorite games of all time wouldn't exist without Earthbound, it wouldn't exist without Undertale. Like mm-hmm. it's just like there's so many like events that have happened because of earthbound existing it's just crazy but yeah. undertale is just another one of those singular games like like it wouldn't happen if there wasn't a guy an indie developer behind it you know um it's just such a yeah that game is special uh so good. it's the on of video games
0: <laughs> and it's it's not a you go back and play it now you're like eh, it's rougher on the edges there's issues here and there but it it made people realize. Oh wait, RPGs don't have to have dragons in them. Like they, there's oh, a mysterious round dad round. that you never. Sorry, spoiler. You never see. You just get the crazy phone calls. Um, but uh, <clears throat> because it was based in reality, I think it. I. I honestly, I think games like even games like Disco Elysium, which we were talking about, don't exist in the way they do if it wasn't for stuff like Earthbound saying, "Hey, let's break. Yeah. Let's break what it means to to tell a video game story."
3: Yeah cuz yeah. like Earthbound it's so weird to me that 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 game didn't blow up as much as it as it did at the time yeah. because like yeah. Stand by Me was so huge mm. um like E.T. like the, those are just like Spielbergian kind of like th- yeah setups of like kids going on an adventure yep. like why didn't Earthbound like pop off as much Man, as And give me an
0: Earthbound what? TV series like net like on netflix like stranger things because basically stranger things and i mean that's the thing
4: that's that's the thing like even like the opening like kind of like uh graphic of that game is very clearly designed to be like old serial pulps and twilight zone ass shit going on like this is like a video this is this is a video game company attempting to make a serial like a
0: sci-fi serial
4: uh in a time where it really wasn't possible to really go that hard and they still did it
0: Like <laughs> they still did it maybe yeah. but it's great it's great crazy. lists great lists yeah, there are great selections crazy. um this is a great conversation because <clears throat> you can sort of predict what some of each of our uh selections are going to be but then you kind of get the reasoning behind it you're like oh okay that's what that's why JJ loves jammers so much, or that's why Zach loves... I didn't really explain police, why you know. I love Windjammers. No, so but, <laughs> but your love of, like, the retro, mm-hmm. uh, the childhood aspect of things, you know? Oh, I, I guess like, that's why Taylor loves Dota, because he just loves sequels, you know?
3: Yeah. Uh, no, so, like, my story about Okami, like, why it was so important, like, it, it's, it shaped just the way I think about games, like, being able to, like... Gameplay referencing story referencing everything like that's just so huge to me because of that game. But the reason the whole reason why I just I even played the game is the story story goes Twilight Princess was beginning just delayed every like couple of months at that time yeah like 2005 2006 2004 around there it's like it's coming out okay it's getting delayed um <laughs> okami i would read game informers like crazy playstation magazine nintendo whatever mm-hmm. i'd read those like crazy game informer i saw okami and i saw like hey this is like ooh, a cool game about a wolf in my mind at the time being like a fifth grader or yeah. whatever it's like okay so I'm going to play Okami because it's, you're a wolf and in Twilight Princess, you're going to be a wolf. So I'll just like, that'll hold me over until Twilight Princess. Mm. Um, I think a lot of I people played Okami yeah. and it literally just like changed my life. Like it's like the first game I spent like 60 hours, hours sure. in first game. I beat more than like, tw- like once Like I I played that game so much, but like, it's just like, it's a game. I can just go back to at any, any time. And I find something different about it that I love and I find pieces of myself in it which is like a really interesting thing sure. that games just kind of give you in general like games just kind of like you play a game like oh I like this game you, you go back to it as an adult and you're like oh that's that's me like that's that's mm-hmm. like I just love that about about games but Okami's just if I could be if like my soul in person could be a game, it's that game. One one hundred percent. But it's like, all because I was like waiting jammers, for Twilight yeah. princess. <laughs> like wind jammers.
0: Well, dudes, thank you for this awesome conversation. And I and I like doing this different than uh you know, a little bit of homework different than our usual news. Cause they're again nice kind of it light was, news week. Um, it was ish. either this or
4: talk about how the stadia unsurprisingly failed. And so <clears throat> we'll talk about, about that next pretty, pretty obvious uh, choice. Yeah,
0: <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, this is a great conversation. We'll try to do these once a month or so and see what, what, uh, what pops up Um whether it's, you know, we did impactful games. Maybe we'll choose, you know, maybe we'll go with genres or we'll go, and our favorite lore give us uh, give us some suggestions in the comments because that really does actually you know helps guide the show with with ideas um and we'll try to question of the week as well yeah
3: you know what would be really interesting top five (laughs) 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 really interesting i was just thinking about like if we did like like, (laughs) if we did a top five like video game stories my list would be sure. completely different. Like I oh, yeah. like, yeah, there are same. so many games that I said that wouldn't be on there. Yep. That would be a really interesting like top five stories. Like put, yeah, put your suggestions games, in there.
0: Um, <laughs> whether it's top five stories or something completely The answer is still Metal Gear. Solid. different. No, it's different. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Uh, I this is a lot of fun. I definitely look forward to doing it. And again, um the best way you can thank us for sharing some time with you on a Sunday evening, or if you're listening to this podcast or video some other time, is to like subscribe all that kind of stuff really though if you're watching us on youtube or twitch thumbs up this bad boy because uh that really does help if you click like like if you're watching on twitch go to our youtube channel and just like a bunch of the videos trust me you don't have to watch them just hit like
3: that you don't want to watch them
0: you don't want to watch them look at our faces we're not shaved we're <laughs> tired we're all sick uh sick. jj ag- jj again has the longest beard out of everybody somehow. Um, <clears throat>
4: I don't know, Zach's kind of got me right now,
0: I think. Zach might have you, but you haven't seen Sam's beard. Um, but, uh, no, I you know, this is, uh, uh, this is a lot of fun. We love doing this podcast. So, yeah, do all that fun stuff. Subscribe, tell your friends, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, yeah. You can find us at com. Find us individually. Just go to the, the post, and the <laughs> links are all there. I'm too cares. tired who, and too lazy. Who the fuck cares about Twitter? Anyway? Who the fuck cares about Twitter? Um, Discord's
4: where it's at. That's where all Discord. the good we'll go conversations the Discord. happen.
0: Yeah, we actually have a lot of great True. conversations. True. It really is good. Uh, yes. Guys, guys, I'm getting my Steam Deck this week. There you go. <laughs> oh, look, look who freaking joins now. It's Mr. Wiener. CM Wiener. Calamity Wiener. Uh <laughs> What he says, what are we talking about? you talking we're talking about uh, leaving. We're talking about leaving. Great, perfect timing. Um, friends, thank you again. Uh sidequestion.com. We'll see you all on the next episode of somebody say it. The side quest.
3: Quest. Quest. <laughs> <Just laughs>